Welcome to Fright School. One man's willing descent into the dark abyss that lives at the heart of the American horror film. Over the next few weeks, I, Joshua Napier, am going to play horror Sherpa to Joe Farron's journey to the mountains of madness. Are you ready? Class is in session. Another exciting edition of Fright School. Hello, Joshua. <laughs> Hello, Joe. How are you doing? I am. I'm severely mentally disturbed at the moment. Oh yes. Well, we just watched Saw. You so. really did save a good one for last, didn't you? <laughs> Had to. Oh, my phone is making all kinds of noise. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> He's so popular. It's uh, blowing up. So, um, yeah. No, it's because iHorror. Like you know, uh, again plug for iHorror.com and their horror app because it always has really good news. Um, they're not paying us, but I'm sure they're probably not making any money either. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the generosity of their uh, own hearts, right? Yeah, but it had an ad. So, well, actually, they probably are making money. Uh, but yeah, it had like an ad. I was just looking here, you know, as usual for any... Uh, well, I do have an announcement to make. Right. I have decided, I told Joshua that I, I have a gift for him, but it's going to be on air. So I have decided to donate to the Museum of the Horror Arts, a.k.a. Joshua's room, Joshua's (laughs) library, um, my Chuck Palahniuk arm. Oh, that's awesome. You totally should. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I found it. Yeah. And I I felt so bad because you were like, I would have that. You have it in the garage. I know. I was so saddened by it. So I found it. It's like it's next to where I put my phone and stuff on my desk. So I'm. I'm uh, going to bring that for the final girl. Oh, and that's awesome. We'll, well I appreciate it. We'll have it displayed in the... Uh, yeah, well, that's the thing. That'll give me the impetus to, like, get my act together and uh, get this room, like, actually, you know, together. Yes, <laughs> pull it all together. Yeah, because I forgot the other day I was in the garage for something else. And, yeah, I just have tons of, like, stuff. I have tons of, like, signed autographed posters and... You know, just all kinds of shit that I should, you know, get up on the walls. Yeah, you, you know? need to you need to frame that Elvira and like that Leslie. <laughs> what's her name? Leslie Leslie Hall. Leslie Hall, yeah, zombie killer. Zombie killer. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, what's Joshua drinking today? We haven't done that. In oh, a while. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, <laughs> it's just some rum and coke, Bacardi and Coke, and my cool uh, Kraken mug. Kraken. Anyways. So we are joined in the studio today by special guests, even though uh, they're not mic'd and they're not—they're uh, <laughs> just kind of here. That's just, just here. That's hanging the level out. of the—that's uh, the deep and abiding level of their fandom for this particular movie. I think. Right. Yes. Um, so our our special guest is our special guest intern today. Right. Is uh, David? Hey, say hey, David. Yeah, you can. I mean, if it, if you pick that up, then yeah, then great. The mics are really sensitive, <laughs> but um, the reason why David's here is because um, he reached out to us and basically like proclaimed, professed. I think is the correct word. His deep and uh, and um, his deep affection for Saw and all the Saw films. And he was like, I just want to watch it with you and then like be in the room as like your intern. I'm like, oh, well, sure. We love free labor. So, (laughs) (laughs) yes. Um, And yeah, it was great. Um, So he got to experience a first timer watching his favorite movie, which was very I'm sure that was very interesting. But we'll we'll go into that a little bit. But do we have any horror news? 
Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look. Um, uh, oh, I, I yeah. might have something. Oh, okay, go ahead. Um, listeners, when I tell you this, please do not, please do not get jealous or upset. But I have been fortunate enough to be one of the anointed that has a pass for Comic Con. Oh, so I I did. I went and braved the digital waiting room with the rest of the world. Um, we're on yesterday. He was recording this the day after open registration. And by the grace of all the gods and goddesses, I uh, was able to secure a pass for Thursday and Saturday of Comic-Con. So I'm looking forward to that a lot. Uh, my brother-in-law, who is a huge, 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 huge uh, pers- uh, nerd as well, he is going to be accompanying me. We're, we're planning on making a, making a time of it. Um, no idea what we're going to do in between on the Friday and the Saturday. Uh, but Thursday and Sunday, uh, I will be there. I will wear my Fright School merch. So if you are listening and you are going to be at Comic-Con Thursday and Sunday, um, I will definitely be there on the floor with the people trying to see what panels are available, horror-type panels maybe. Um, Joshua and I did discuss about doing maybe like a man-on-the-street type uh, mm-hmm. thing and really trying to promote ourselves for um, during, during Comic-Con just yeah. because this is, it's going to be a really good time to do that. So if you see us out there, say hello, but we'll give you more information in a few weeks. Um, yeah, we should definitely be down there. Um, like, Well, if you're going in Thursday and Sunday, we should do stuff Friday and Saturday. Yes, maybe. yes, yes, yes. Or definitely Saturday, or at least Friday night, because I'll most likely be at the... Yeah. Working. Working. Ooh. Working in the <laughs> job. But yeah, we should go down. That'd be really fun because we do have Fright School merch. We have Fright School merch. I didn't realize all the cool stuff that was on there. Isn't that so cool? So we should just get like all of it. Like I'm going to get like a Fright School notebook. Yes. <laughs> so, you can either get it I bound or spiral. Yeah, I thought that was kind of brilliant actually. I'm like, huh, ah, spiral get a, bound Fright School notebook. You get a Fright School like phone case. Yeah. Uh, Fright Laptop School thing. baby onesie. We're working on the human onesies. Uh, in a you, little well, bit. you mean the adult ones? The, yes. The ad- <laughs> well, yes, because babies aren't human, apparently. Uh, well, they're not. I wonder if they'd fit the cats. Maybe I could put them. Oh, my in, God, yes. Make some alterations. You, yes, 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 yes to that. I'm That'd sure. Be hysterical. <laughs> I put a jacket on him last night, but he wasn't having it. <laughs> He's walking around like he'd broken a leg or something. Do you typically dress your pets? No, I don't, but I thought it was funny. It's like a red puffy vest. Yeah. I put it on him. <laughs> Like, um, like in Back to the Future? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but he was really upset by it, so. Or, I mean, oh. he was kind of, like, walking around with his arms all up. And like, ah, uh, Daddy, what are you doing to me? <laughs> anyway, so, uh, in other news, um, you know, everybody's probably been seeing this Adam's Family trailer that's going around for a Netflix series. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's I total bullshit, so. Okay. I have to crush everyone's dreams. Um, <laughs> but you like Just like with that. the Invader Zim, everybody was talking about the Invader Zim thing. But like, you know, the creator was like, mm, no, <laughs> like not that I know of anything's happening, but, like, you know, we'll see. We is not doing that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, everybody was like freaking out yesterday. I was seeing it posted everywhere. And I'm like, um, that trailer is made up of other movies. So <laughs> it's definitely not a real Adams Family trailer. Uh, so yeah, so I, I don't April think that's fooled. happening. Uh, the other thing is, is what's her name? Billy Lord. Um, yes. Carrie Billy Fisher's Lord. daughter is joining the uh, American Horror Season 7, American Horror Story Season Ooh. 7, which is kind of exciting. Um, yeah. I don't know what uh, 
We still don't know the theme. They ever they kept saying that it was going to be election, but he was like, uh, I mean, <laughs> I made a joke and then it kind of took off. Then so. it kind of took off, yeah. So we'll see. I would love to see Billy Lord as Ivanka. <laughs> I think that would be great. That could be good. So we'll see. We'll see what uh what yes. kind of um Billy Lord is Ivanka. Yeah. Depending you have on Evan the, Peters on is Jared. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be great. I'm sure. <laughs> Don't lose us yet, listener. We just started, okay? <laughs> uh so there is a new Saw movie coming though, Saw Legacy in oh. October of twenty seventeen. So to get into like our Saw conversation, there is gonna be another Saw movie. Uh, they haven't said exactly uh, what it's going to be. I guess it's like picking up. It's like a reimagining. Our intern might know something. You're not going to be able to hear him too well. <laughs> do you know? Do you know anything about it? Uh, so it's supposed to take take place ten years after. The, oh, okay. Like initial six. Okay, so ten years after the the sixth saw. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I do remember. Yeah, the seventh. Yeah, the the final installment. The final saw. Clearly. So this is going to be basically like a reboot. Yeah, that's what okay. I read. Um, was that it would be? Uh, oh shoot, where is it? I just I just had it up a minute ago. But they, I mean, there isn't a ton of information. Oh, Ooh, Tobin Bell will exciting. be. Tobin Bell is scheduled to appear. Yeah, it says it's a reinvention of the franchise that will establish a new storyline, new characters, and carry the saga into the future. That is from. Uh, Klauser, who, Klauser who? Where's his first name? Or her name? I don't know who that is. <laughs> uh, Interesting. But yeah, somebody okay. who's been brought in. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I don't care. They could just keep making those movies as long as they want, you know? <laughs> I, I don't know if you're interested in seeing the rest of them. Uh, I recommend it. You know, just because the story is very interesting and kind of how it all pieces together. Okay. Um, it is it is like a giant puzzle, you know. So, like, there's all these other things happening within the context of the story as it moves on. So, and then in one movie, you'll see it one way, and then the next, like, something else will be revealed. And you're like, wait, what? You know? So, I think they do a pretty, like, I like them a lot. You know, okay. b- b- but like any like horror franchise with a lot of sequels, you know, there are always things that you go. <laughs> uh, but overall, yeah. like I really think they did a good job of, of of tying in this really massive story over seven films and really interlocking it a lot of really cool ways. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, it's very epic in that regard. Like a, a yes, yeah. Yeah, because it's not like you know uh, other horror series. You know, they it's not like this overarching. Like, yeah, like epic. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, they just have sequels where, you know, it's just, new, you know, we got a new batch of kids to kill every time. But like, this, exactly. They keep it's the same story, of, but just different people. And yeah, but this is like, they keep a lot of the same continuous characters. Like you see the cop, the, the female cop in this last one, like she comes back in the second one. And like, you know, the Jigsaw's wife gets involved in some part and there's other police officers that come in and Donnie Wahlberg shows up in the next. So it's like, it's very, yeah, yeah. It's a really cool series. So, I mean, I, I highly recommend that we, f- we have like a day of watching the maybe not sauce. all of them at once. Yes, please. It's a, it's a lot. My psyche can only take so much. Yeah. But the second one has some really like, has some really horrible scenes <laughs> that are really freaky, but it's story is really good. Um, I think okay. it's still one of, I think it's still the highest rated sequel. I think the second one, the second top, I think, I think cause our intern time. is actually looking at us up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe that's what I mean. The highest grossing. Okay. Uh, 
But you know, they're all a lot of fun. And the third one's uh, in 3D. We are. I mean, the seventh one. I have it in 3D. Oh. So you know, you can feel like you're on. You know, the the saw blades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you want to get really in touch, really viscerally with your. I want it. I want it all in me. Um, I, that's interesting because with the with um, with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. you have like this giant epic story being told over different movie characters, different right. movies, and it's all kind of these little bits and pieces. So it's interesting because this was you know, what you said, two thousand four, right? Mm-hmm. Was when the original. So the first Saw was released in two thousand four, and it probably had like. I don't know if they had planned it this way or what, but you know, they had, you had to have these, this, I, eventually you come into this idea where you have this mythology and this entire world of the films that, that puts it in kind of this epic movie status. You know, it's not, it's interesting cause it's like, when you think of epic movie, you think of like pirates of the Caribbean or something like right. superhero related. You don't think of like this horror film having like a rich, um, a rich mythology and a rich, um, a rich world like the the it's a it's created so mm-hmm. that's very interesting to see that like the success and the how the yeah. continuity just kind of happens yeah yeah no absolutely because even like in the seventh film there's still like I, I don't know i just feel like they reveal it pretty interestingly like that goes all the way back to the beginning mm. you know interesting so yeah it's kind of cool because instead of like forgetting the previous films or letting this each one kind of stand on their own it still references that pretty heavily, would you say? Oh, yeah, yeah, because you have to, like, know, like, you have to remember people, too. Like, <laughs> you know, oh, so they'll okay. just bring up someone, and you're like, wait, who was that? Who oh, are you? that's right, you know, because they're from that, like, one scene, you know, and all of a sudden, they're a really important character. And, and the movies are all like that, like in the, you know, in Saw with the uh, janitor, uh-huh. you know, and he's just kind of, like, at the beginning, just sort of kind of tossed off as just, you know, and then he's, like, a huge, like, important part of the story that you find yeah. out at the end. So, and a lot of, you know, the, it continues to build that way. You know. Interesting. Yeah, so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is what we do. Uh, anyways, <laughs> all right. So, the year is 2004. Yes. And Saw hits the theaters. And I, I just remember going, because, I mean, I, you know, again, always big horror fan they're going to make something. I mean, the poster was like, you know, some, uh, what did the original poster? Was it the foot? L- like a foot sawed off. <laughs> and you're like, what? Okay. Got to go see that. <laughs> and yeah, I remember leaving like, whoa, I'd never seen anything so graphic, but mm-hmm. it's just cause I hadn't yet lived through the next year, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So saw, I think really, you know, the reason hostile, I, did hostile come out? Hostile came out in 2005. Uh, yeah. Okay. The next year, um, along with um, everything else where, you know, we were just watching humans like live, like vivisection on film. (laughs) Well, this is also the year after the invasion of Iraq, right? So 2003 was the invasion of Iraq and the beginning of like our rendition program and torture. And tying back to September 11th, you know, so you're talking Mm -hmm. about a major event in, in our history where we were really attacked and, you know, people really... Felt, you know, like, because, you know, the, the U.S. is so, um, we feel so safe because we're like, you know, landlocked and there's all this water and, you know, it's like we can't be attacked. You know, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. almost an impossibility, even though clearly, it, you know, it's happened in our history. But I think we had all felt very safe and like that happens and really, you know, 
what do you want to say? Dislike like the pop culture consciousness. Yeah. yeah. So I I think it's not a surprise that the films that we made in the immediate aftermath would be so bloody and violent because we'd all been so desensitized with, you know, what happened and then all the war that came after and every day, lots of bloodshed and gore on the news. Uh, so it sort of makes sense that we would, uh, turn around and make <laughs> turn around and make a film like saw yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. which you know at the at the root of of saw is you know are we appreciating our lives enough you know here like i'm going to put you in this situation to really make you want to figure out if you want to live or not so uh i don't know it's, it's fascinating <laughs> no it's it's fascinating because it's not i mean like <laughs> he he uh, the interesting thing is that you know he he doesn't he doesn't really kill anybody Right, so that's an that's, I mean, it can be argued. Right, right? of course, he's putting you in a position <laughs> to do it yourself. To do it yourself, <laughs> um, I know some of it's not like you know I don't know because it's like you know some of the traps aren't exactly fair. Regardless, I mean, you know, not that they, I mean, not that it's fair to begin with. <laughs> yes, not that, not that it's like oh, okay. but I mean, the guy you know with like all the broken glass and he's covered in a flammable substance, you know, and he's got to figure out this code with you know ten million you know numbers written on the wall. It's, it's like, like you're, you're pretty he's much not getting out of this. Yeah, you're pretty like, much made it so that way this guy's <laughs> gonna not. Yeah, barbed wire guy. Yeah, not so much. Um, See, but I think it's like if he would have like you know you just got to remain calm <laughs> and really plan. You know, maybe he could have got out. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. You know. So, and then, That's like, always my joke, you know, at birthdays. Uh, like, because I'm not a big birthday person. Okay. You know? I'm like, it's so silly. You know, it's mm-hmm. not really all that hard here in America to feed and water yourself for a whole year. You know? And get, <laughs> like, get to the next place. I, you know, we should all just be put in a trap. You know? Like, re- do you really want to live another year? You got to prove it. <laughs> I don't like this because I did just invite Joshua to a birthday thing of mine in like two weeks. So this (laughs) this is not good. But I've also seen Jawbreaker. (laughs) So I know that the birthday pranks can go really wrong. Have you seen Jawbreaker? Uh, No. With Rose McGowan? No, but it's not a horror film. But But I know it's it's like Heather's. Oh, okay. I know it's 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 so gay. And so is it? Like, okay. ludicrous. I I have it right uh, up here somewhere. Say it, Jawbreaker. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it and we'll watch it. But anyways, it's like about a birthday prank that goes horribly wrong. So that's my only fear. It's like, you okay. know, what if like, yeah, you do try to pull it. Like, I wouldn't try that with me because I will stab you. I will like, if you I will, like, do, I will do it. I will get whatever it takes to get out of the trap. I'm going to do it. I'm going to stab and hurt you. So, <laughs> so. Anyways, uh, so <laughs> I think we've talked about this before, but like I really do not like like I have a like a very visceral reaction to any situation in a film or television show where all hope is lost. Like, mm, yeah, where it's just a zero sum game and there's nothing is nothing good can happen or is going to happen. So like I was really like viscerally affected and I'm still a little quite frankly, I'm still a little shook. Uh, we're about this All movie, yeah, because like you know, there's really no way to get out unscathed. Like mm-hmm. you have Doctor Gordon, Carrie Elway's character, who yeah. has to like give pay the pound of flesh yeah, price absolutely. to get out, and then you have the other guy, Adam, who like I knew I knew when that thing went down the drain, <laughs> I knew that was an important thing. Yeah, like spoiler alert. By the way, spoiler alert. So you shouldn't be listening to this if you haven't seen it, and if you haven't, too bad. If you haven't seen Saw, yeah, you haven't seen <laughs> you haven't seen Saw, seen Saw. Uh, then too bad. But 
yeah, like he's like, oh, it's like, oh yeah, the the key to get out, and then fucking like like a daisy, whatever his Tobin Bell, right? He just gets up, and I knew he was Jigsaw, like I knew he was Jigsaw already because of just seeing things, and it you know it's in the consciousness, it's in the culture, right? Yeah. So, but when I and I knew, so I'm like, okay, well he's dead, and I see him there, and then all of a sudden he just gets up and walks away. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know. When he stood up, you're like, what? <laughs> I was like, the fuck is this? No. No, 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 no. Not cool. Not cool. Because he, essentially, he had been laying there for six hours. Yeah. He had been laying there for six hours and was just like, uh, no. ensuring so the game goes the way it should. Jeez. <laughs> and then poor Adam's not going to go anywhere. Probably still stuck in there. Well, then again, I don't know. I haven't seen the other movies, so right. maybe See, he does. Watch the second one; you'll find out what happens to uh, all of those characters. So, uh, so my question to you, Joshua, and by extension, our our guest intern David, is what like how far would you go to get out of any of those? Like, like what would is there an actual strategy, or is it? I mean, like, I mean, I guess you know we are. We are postulizing on a fictional thing, right. <laughs> so I'm not saying that like, you know, but like sometimes people are like, oh yeah, I would just do this, this, yeah. and this, or I, for you know, for me, like I, I've gone on record enough saying I want to be immortal, so there's not much that I wouldn't do to live. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I want to live, I want to still be here. Yes. You know? Uh, so I don't, it just depends. Like, I mean, I would have, I would have probably tried to work my way through, I would have tried to work my way through that razor wire. Definitely. Okay. It would have really sucked, but I have cats. I've been, you've been clawed a lot. So <laughs> I'm going to assume it's like that only like a million times worse. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> the thing that, the thing that kind of bothers me is I wouldn't th- just sit there. I would try. You I would, would try you to actually try to get out. They, when they stumbled upon your corpse uh, three weeks later, right. uh, they would like, know. Man, he really he was. He tried. It's like, <laughs> damn! It got down to the bone in this one. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like. I mean, for me, again, I would just probably, <laughs> I would probably soil myself and sit in the corner <laughs> and cry. Uh, <laughs> let's be honest. Um, but yeah, like, I might too. Who knows? I've not been in the situation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, not yet. Not yet. Uh, mm, we're inviting my favorite thing. murder. Right. It's like <laughs> I can just see them. Like, hey, did you guys like hear the one about the? <laughs> we're gonna talk about how Joshua Napier died because Joe killed him. Right. Um, no, don't <laughs> don't write us letters. <laughs> I told you at the beginning. I you come after Joshua. Don't come after him. Right. Um, uh, but anyway, so David, what would you, I'm going to hold the mic to you like a, like a man on the street here. So uh, tell us about your will to live. And if you have any, <laughs> I probably do what the game asks me. Like I would have killed Adam instantly <laughs> or at least the moment I, the first time I could with the cigarette. See, and that's something that's just really interesting when it comes to, um, the extent of the planning, like the, how intricate, everything was like mm-hmm. from yeah. the, from like from this to that to like yeah. the fact that like oh the blood is basically covered it's basically poison yeah it's cyanide yeah. yeah yeah well and that's kind of you know and that's always the thing that people criticize i think the overall movies for is like you know is it possible to plan all of that you know like it, he has to assume that people are going to act the way that he 
expects them to act. Okay, especially in late, you know, well, I don't know. It's interesting because it's also kind of part of like the, you know, the human condition, you know, because there are, there are a later traps where you have groups of people and they have to work together, but they don't realize they have to work together because they're all thinking purely of their own survival. I see. You know, so there's definitely like, there's part of me that thinks, okay, well, if I'm with somebody else, like there has to be a way for us to figure a way out of this without killing each other. But you know, it depends. Well, it is. It definitely assumes the worst. It yeah. assumes the worst in people. Yeah, and that's and the overall. I think that the thesis of 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 the Saw movies is that it, it you know it assumes the worst. We have become such like cynical. Like I mean, especially in the aftermath of like what we're talking about of, of war and all of that, we've become so desensitized and so cynical um, that we really are out for ourselves you know so there are some really good like parts of like the later movies where yeah you have groups of people that it's like if you would have all worked together you would have all gotten out but that but your initial response was to act as selfishly as possible yeah you know so i don't know it depends it depends on which movie i'm in (laughs) if i'm trying to you know (laughs) of the uh, as someone who may or may not see the sequel the rest of the sequels i mean i'll probably see two or three with you but like two is really good. I mean, I think, I think okay. if nothing else, if you at least see part two, cause it's really good. Three. Yeah. I mean, David's like holding up three. Four, four is awesome. Cause the way it starts four is really brilliant. I should tell you like, oh, no, see, I can't really talk. About, well, I could talk about it Cause I don't have to tell you any details, but the fourth movie starts opens with an autopsy an extremely graphic, like looks like a real freaking autopsy. Ooh. And my friend, Elisa and I back in Cincinnati went to see it. Um, we may have imbibed some things. You may have had some herbal refreshment. <laughs> uh, this was, you know, 10 years ago or whatever. Um, actually, when did Saw 4 come out? Because I was still living in Ohio. When's that? 2008. Um, you know, so I was still living in Ohio, and we went in the middle of the day, and yeah, we, you know, hung out in the car for a little while when we went inside. Was it hot in that box? It was very. And uh, <laughs> we bought our tickets. We went in to see the movie and like, that's how it opened. And we were just like, <laughs> like gripping the seats. Like, Oh, this might have not been a good choice. <laughs> uh, just because of like how, like, I mean, it was so graphic, you know, they're like pulling the brain out and the, you know, flipping the face down. You know I mean? It's like, Okay, this is detailed. (laughs) (laughs) That's really awesome. But anyways, I'm not sure what the point of that story was, except to say that I have been horrified by the movies as well. Okay. Oh, well, great. (laughs) See, so you heard it here. Joshua does have the capacity. (laughs) Joshua does have the capacity to feel a a sense of terror and horrification. Yes. My so my question is though, you know, without giving too much away, as I said, we'll probably watch Saw two or three when Mm -hmm. we talk about sequels. Yeah. Um, in future semester of fright school but what uh, describe for me the 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 game the trap that is the most the one you just can't shake the one that just shooks you uh, david david like let clutched, him go first clutched his pearls hold on here uh it's in saw six and it's where uh they two people wake up with these oxygen masks on and there's um like stuff pushing against their ribs and they have to hold their breath in order to not die. That so the thing like crushes their ribs if they breathe in. So okay. Oh well, that sounds like that sounds like one of those. You, there's no way out of it. <laughs> okay, Joshua. 
Uh, man, there's a few in it. Uh, in the second one, and that's actually... Um, damn, I don't have it in here. It's in the other room. I have a couple copies of Saw 2, but one is signed by Darren Lynn Bousman, and it was really important for me to have him sign. He directed Saw 2 um, and Repo the Genetic Opera. I was going to say, uh, he and, uh, and Devil's Carnival. And the Devil's Carnival, yes. Yeah. The Devil's Carnival. Uh, but he... Someone went, oh, Joe knows the Devil's Carnival one. Right. And I'm like, yeah, no sense. It's a thing. musical, so... Yeah, yeah exactly. I think it's it. a musical. Yeah. It doesn't has matter who's Sean Patrick it. Flannery in it, too, right? Yeah. It's I do love me some... Yeah. Let's see. Bam. Ah, love it. Uh, but anyway, so in this, in the, in the second one, they have a needle pit, and that was like one of the very first times I ever saw like a horror film where I was like, <gasps> you know, like I knew I was having nightmares about that. <laughs> I'm over it now. Like now, I'm over my needle phobia. You know, after getting the job that I have, you know, and I had to go to like, you know, Testing. working in a hospital, like you have to go through everything, and so I had to really confront like my needle phobia. You so had now, a needle phobia, really bad. Yeah, like I couldn't oh. see a needle without like. <laughs> shaking <laughs> like uh, it would just make everything in me just like nope 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 and so and they have a, a scene where they have this pit and it's filled with hypodermic needles and they have to like jump down into it to find a key and get like stuck you know however many times oh my and the person like crawls out and they have like all of these like you know needles sticking out of them and it was like one of the most horrific things i had ever seen uh, so that's like that always, anytime anybody asks me about the Saw movies, like that, all that still really gets me. Cause some of the traps are so like convoluted and they do mm-hmm. all, you know, they, you know, twist your arms off or they rip your ribs out or they, you know, but that is just so like simple, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, you know, it's just a pit full of needles and I had to watch like how they made it to get over it. You know, because they, they, you know, they just use like filament wire. And, oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like it's a bunch of empty syringes that they got all dirty and gross. Because that's the other thing about it. It's like a filthy, like hypodermic, disgusting. Oh, like, it just God. cesspool of needles. And so it just the whole thing is is the, the stuff that nightmares are made of. Uh, but yeah, I had to actually go and like watch. Like, okay, have to see the making of this scene because I have to like. I have to know how it's done so that I can watch this movie again and not like freak out. Uh, the same movie also has a, a trap uh, where a guy gets stuck in like an oven and like, and that I'm really terrified of that. Like really like, that's why it's like the whole car thing for, for like dying, like a horrible fiery car crash. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, freaks me out. Like I do not want to be cooked alive. Thank you. Okay. Uh, so those two, so we're not cremating you. No, I'm just being thrown in a hole in the ground. That's right. Yeah, okay. I'm doing the natural burial. Yes, um, we'll put you in a in a pauper's grave like Mozart. We have yeah. no idea where you are. That's the plan. Uh, I don't want somebody digging me up in a thousand years and putting me in a museum like we do to the poor Egyptians. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like oh, they just honored their dead so much. They had so much respect for them. Let's pull them out of the ground and take all their gold. They're such assholes. <laughs> so I just want to be, yeah. Hashtag colonialism truth. Right, exactly. But uh, yeah, but there's other ones like that too with, with, when they deal with like fire or like burning, like, ugh, you know. I don't There's a lot of great traps in it though. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. A lot of them that you do, you wouldn't want to be part of. I just feel like, oh, like the, in, in so in the one we just watched, when like Amanda gets out and then, Oh, like, the reverse bear trap. The reverse bear yeah. trap. And then all of a sudden, like, the clock starts ticking. I'm like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> uh, and poor girl. Like, you know, I, I so uh, I feel like 
so it's interesting because the the traps have like lessons attached to them or you know like the other guy cuts himself so you know because he just cuts himself and i feel like uh, so i mean as a mental health professional so as a mental health professional like mutilate like self-mutilation or in situations like that stem from some sort of like mental mental illness or disease right or i mean i mean you based on in my how do i say this in i would like to think that if it does stem from some sort of mental illness or disease in that point is jigsaw just punishing someone who really can't help himself yeah i mean you know that's kind of what i'm getting yeah yeah no i understand because i mean yeah obviously you know you're not probably a very uh healthy person mentally if you're one to you know slice it yourself um but there's a lot of like stuff in that you know a lot of like things that like culture you know um because people who cut like it's like you know they're trying to um feel alive there's a lot of different reasons people like cut themselves you know um it's not really always suicidal and that's really the thing that he's like is this you know he he has no no idea why that guy was cut you like cutting himself because you know it could be like to feel pain to feel something or uh self-hatred you know it's not necessarily coming from a place of like i want to kill myself and a lot of people who just do those little like marks that's Mm -hmm. all i mean it's 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 not about suicide uh, but <laughs> I'm not sure I ever really thought beyond that, you okay. know, in, in, in that particular thing. Uh, Jigsaw is very judgmental, you know. <laughs> he's just, <laughs> that's what he's doing. You okay. know, he's, it's his perspective. He's obviously clearly not respecting other people's, like, interpretation of their own lives. He's deciding for them. Yeah. You know, it's just, he's just, he's just judgy. You know, and and he's really needs to work on it. <laughs> yeah, he's judgy, and he's like just he's invading people's privacy, and it's just like totally. Who, who are you? Like, yeah. I I mean, and it's I mean, because he's sick, and he feels like, well, I want to live, and these fuckers don't want to live, you know, or not live their life to the fullest potential it could be. Yeah. Again, very judgy because he's deciding for them what they should and should. Yeah, be doing. you know, sometimes <laughs> sometimes you know people just have to. Do what they're going to do, right? They define themselves, Jigsaw. Yes. Who hurt you? (laughs) (laughs) Is that the title of this episode? Who hurt you, Jigsaw? (laughs) Yes, that's great. Let's do that. I like it. I'm writing that down so I remember (laughs) it. Jigsaw's so judgy. (laughs) He's so judgy, Joe. So judgy. (laughs) So judgy. Oh, (sighs) my gosh. But uh, I don't know. I thought it was really... um, I thought it was really fascinating... Uh, I thought the storytelling was great. I was a little jarred by kind of like the, the like what I'm gonna call the um, alt rock hard no the hard rock like music video yeah. camera techniques with a lot of the yeah. it's a very nine inch nail yes it's very it's very nine inch nails but I will say this that it does put a lot more context into how the same techniques are kind of used throughout American Horror Story oh yeah, yeah so like you know a lot of those like really intense flashbacks and then like lots of green and all that uh, David you had something I was gonna you were gonna say something about when we said nine inch nails. Uh, Charlie Klauser, who does the music for Saw, actually works for Nine Inch Nails as well. Oh, interesting. This is why we have this intern here. Right, exactly. Um, That's what I was talking about earlier then. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there we go. Flashback. Flashback. To 10 minutes ago. Good callback, everybody. Um, Yeah. 
Definitely. I mean, that's why I, I think that Saw is on this, like, continuum. You know, like, you had, like, like the uh, last episode, like, Blair Witch Project, you know, obviously that leapt forward in, in that particular genre. And then I think that Saw really was the next, like, step, you know, because, like... Blair Witch Project, you know, is quote unquote like reality, you know, so you're watching these three people go through this situation and uh-huh. you, you're, you're as the viewer supposed to buy into that it's, you know, real, but it's not like gory and you know, all of that. You're just, you know, believing that they all went missing. And this is like now you're being asked to be like completely complicit in like destruction mm-hmm. of bodies and watching it, you know, and... Also, you're not really supposed to feel bad for the victims. That's the other interesting thing about about the Saw movies is because, you know, the whole thing, it's framed in a way of, like, she's a drug addict, and this guy's faking being sick, like, you know, and this guy wants to kill himself anyway, so fuck him, fuck him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's framed in such a way that, you know, you're you're given this information about the person, you know, and, and that continues in all the films, you know, like, the next, uh, the fourth one is, or the fourth or fifth one is about a, uh, like a health insurance, uh, guy. Yeah. The fifth. And you're like, he's a total asshole. Fuck this guy in a way. But you know, it's, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just a particular. Yeah. It's fascinating. Cause you're again, like the cynicism yeah. of what we're talking about of this sort of mm-hmm. like, you know, well, pff, this, you know, this person's a piece of shit anyways. Why shouldn't they be burned alive in this, like, trap, you know? Like. Yeah. <laughs> Which is interesting because it's, like, it completely, it completely informs, um, it completely informs how I view it, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, the only reason why we, it, it's kind of saying, like, the only reason why we really should care about these people is because of, you know, humanity and empathy. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. Like, there really is no other reason why to... To care about them. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie reminds me a lot of uh, Untraceable with uh, Diane Lane and uh, Colin Hanks. It was a... I don't even know if it was a horror movie, but it was a movie... Um, it didn't... I mean, obviously, by the puzzled look on both your faces, it, it didn't do yeah, so I well. I think I know that. But it's basically about a cybercrimes unit of the FBI... And they stumble across, it's like the kill sites, basically, the more people that tune in and press the link to start these videos, the the faster this person dies. Like, uh. it's, it's kind of triggered to that, so that, like, they have, um, spoiler alert for this movie, but basically they have uh, this, uh, they have a person who they're, like, basically hooked up to this thing and then as more views come and when people press yes they're like these lights these really bright heat lamps turn on and then it gets to a point where like it goes viral and then millions of people are uh commenting on it and like pressing the link and then it basically burns this person alive okay and the, the the interesting thing is that the premise of the film is that anybody who presses the link uh to this email or, you know, to see these videos, anyone who watches these films or is, you know, by extension complicit in the murder of the person. And then that's interesting because you have like millions of people tuning in, pressing these links, you know, so it it, it just, it's an interesting thing. And the reason why I, um, the reason why I, uh, know this movie is because um, I, I saw ads for it and then uh, 
I knew what it was about. I knew I started seeing these ads about like, you know, hey, do you want to watch somebody die? I pressed yes just to see what would happen. And then like this whole kind of like chastisement uh, came came up later. But it's really fascinating. It, it, it reminded me a lot of that. You know, it's kind of a similar commentary where you have like, you know, villain who constructs elaborate traps. Yeah. And then basically there's a cynicism of it. Oh it, yeah. It definitely. invokes an, it invokes this hugely cynical thing about, um, about maybe particularly American society as it relates to like the internet and media. Yeah. But, um, I don't know if, uh, it, I, I do you feel like there's this over overwhelming, um, do you feel like there's in horror films in general, there's like this overwhelming like trope of cynicism of of people who are just kind of like, you know, I'm going to, I know exactly, like Jigsaw, I know exactly what they're going to do because I've already assumed the worst in everybody. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just watching it play out for my benefit. Hmm. I don't know. Cause, you know, because I think that, because I, I know in recent years, like the torture porn uh, genre has kind of pulled back. You know, we've sort of, you know, think about, you know, there's been some very popular horror films made recently that are more like gothic or kind of return to like uh, not such a gory, let's all participate in this, like, you know, really graphic, like death of people. Not that those movies don't, st- obviously, they're still being made, but I mean, yeah. Saw, I don't know if Saw came out today, if it would be like, the, you know, and it's or even the sequels to it, you know, would be as like a big a hit as they were. Cause yeah. I, but you know, I'm not sure what really speaks to that. Cause see, that's the thing about like now that we're caught up into like the last, you know, 15 years of, of, of horror. Um, I think that it's going to be another 10 years before you can really analyze this period. Yes. You know, and really uh-huh. see exactly why we built, you know, the, this, you know, torture, gore, porn, you know, like what it was about it, mm-hmm. you know? And maybe we could compare it to like Italy in the 70s. I don't know. Maybe that'd be a good way to look at it, or the 60s, 70s, because you know, there's a lot of really like gory graphic films mm-hmm. made then too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, no, I, I think there is part of some cynicism. You know, it's like those videos that go around where we watch, you know, somebody be really, you know, beat to death. You know, like I think of the video that came out recently of the trans woman, you know, who mm-hmm. was murdered in Brazil and that uh-huh. went everywhere and everybody watched it. I think of that video where the guy was, you know, tortured on Facebook and that, you know, goes everywhere. Um, there is something in us like we, we want to look. Yep. You know, and we want to see and we want to, um, and I, I just, I don't know if it's just like a, a human thing or if that we are so like desensitized and, yep. you know, from living in a, in a time where war is constant, like people forget, like we've been at war, you know, since like 2003, like constantly yep. involved, you know, I mean, really, I say since we started, we've been at war and other kind, you know, and, yeah. and, and maintaining we have been our imperialism. Yeah. 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 But now, it, I mean, it's all the time you hear of things every single day. And I, I don't know if it, we just, it's just a natural byproduct of that, of living in such a violent world and a world so tied into yeah. media. And I mean, I can look, I can look up, I can look on this and, uh, you know, this again, our black mirror and show me crime scene photos, show me, yeah. you know, show me somebody's head being blown apart, you know, give me rotten.com back in the nineties. You remember that, <laughs> you know, where you could go on and every day there was like a daily dose of rotten where you could see like photos of, of just all kinds of horrific things. Oh, wow. You know, we have it right at our fingertips. So I don't know. I don't know if that's cynicism or 
if it's just sort of the natural progression in a, in a species so it's obsessed with its own yep. destruction, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and hell bent on it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and because that's what really like what really troubles me about the film is that it's people, the victims, as we already said, the victims are not people who are particularly like are not particularly good people. Yeah, they're not framed that way because you're yeah. not given any other information other than that guy, you know, is pretending to be sick and she's yeah. a drug addict and we're told to hate drug addicts in this country. That's so bad when, you know, you know, again, it's a... It's a disease. Pro- yeah, it's yeah. a health problem, so... Um, but she lives, so hey. <laughs> so in, in, the, in future movies, is it explained what Dr. Gordon was doing in the hotel room? He's with that woman. But like to have sex with her? It never see, I think he showed up to do that and then just felt bad and didn't. Because okay. I mean his whole thing was like I didn't actually cheat on her. You just have you were only getting photos of, of what you saw me go in and out. Okay. You know, but his side of the story at least was, you know. No, I don't they don't really expand on that. See, I thought that was really interesting. Is that in the theatrical release, by the way? Yeah, that you watched the theatrical. Oh, okay. So yeah. there was no yeah, there was no uh, un. It was said uncut, but you know. Yeah. No. Oh no, I did watch because we ended up. Yeah, that's yeah, we, we, we found the theatrical version. So yeah, so I, I just was curious because like it, it, it kind of they made it ambiguous enough to me where like okay, we think for me I'm like okay, we think it could be one thing, but maybe it's not. Yeah. So. No, absolutely. Yeah. Did you have thoughts on that? On the cynicism? On the. <laughs> no. Uh, how David, old are you, young David? 25. Okay. David is 25, which means how old were you when the movies came out? Well, I was in sixth grade, so 13. And did you always know that you, uh, and we're, we're putting you a little bit on the spot right now, but, you know, uh, so, you know, for those, to give you a little bit of context, the reason why we have like a listener here, you know, um, we filled him up with drugs and dragged him over here. No, right. we, um, uh, I actually know Strapped. David from, uh, I host Trivia Nights, and David's one of my regulars at the Trivia Nights, and then um, come to find out that not only that, I started talking about, oh yeah, I have a podcast, what's your podcast about? It's about horror. <gasps> I love horror, horror hound, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, well, um, and then he starts telling me all these things, and I'm like, oh, damn, you are like all in on this horror. You're <laughs> all in on this horror gag. So um, I... I, I'm just curious to see, like, what in for your experience, what was kind of like your first experience with it, and then how how is it kind of still this thing? Because I it because I mean I think we're taking advantage of the fact that we actually have another person here in the room with us, and um, you know you've heard our stories already. Joshua going back from when he was a kid. For me, my first horror film I watched in theaters was The Ring with my cousins. So, like, what do you uh, tell us a little bit about that in your experience? Well, um, my, my mom was always really into horror movies. So like the first movie I ever remember watching is Nightmare on Elm Street, the original in like 94 is when I watched it. And then ever since then, (laughs) I, uh, ever since then, I just always went to the, went to see horror movies and I would always go to Blockbuster and like. Instead of going to the kids section, which most kids did, I went straight back to the horror movies. Yeah. I would pick like three that just looked good because the VHS covers are amazing. And then I would take them home and watch them. And then the next week I would do the same thing. 
So it's just kind of yeah. been like that. Yeah. See, it's like a family heirloom that gets passed on, you know, like anything else, like like Star Wars. You know, if you've got a father or a mother who likes Star Wars, they sit you down, oh, you have to watch Star Wars. The same thing with horror. You pass, you pass on the fear. That's fascinating <laughs> because I don't have anything like that from my parents. Yeah. I have... Um, I love Ricky. I, I love uh, Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons and Hall of Notes because my mom. Well, there and dad. you go. I'm, but still, that's something. But passed. yeah, yeah. So they they pass that on, um, and also uh, uh, Black Magic Woman. <laughs> I remember like it's a great song. I remember being in a car and Black Magic Woman came on, and my dad turned it up, and it was the first time I remember my dad ever doing that for a piece of music. So listening to Black Magic Woman, I have that very you know. We'll see. We all we all have our things. But um, you have also done, David, you have also done the Great Horror, Great American, Great Horror, horror Campout. Can you, that just sounds like not a fun time for me. Can you please describe what that is and, and what your experience was like doing that? <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Like, a lot of fun. No. So, so what it is is you do, so you show up at like 8 o'clock. It's in the summer, so sun's not the sun's not completely down yet. Um, and you do a once the sun goes down, you do a um, a scavenger hunt sort of, where you go through like different mini games, I guess I would call them. There's like some are mazes, some are doing other things. One of them is usually like you have to go through this maze without getting caught, but you also have to memorize a whole bunch of things all along your way, and then you have to put them in order at the end. Um, there was one where we got buried alive. It was just like you had to crawl through a little, like a hole, and then there was a tunnel leading to an open grave that's, that, ha- that could hold like six people. And they just pack people in there and then they close the door on top and then there there's like a tarp that comes down and it makes it feel like you're being buried alive. You stay in that for like two minutes or so. Um, and then so and then when you do these things, you get an item usually and you need a certain amount of like different levels of items to go on to the trivia in the morning. Hmm. which is always fun. Um, They ask the weirdest, most out of left field questions. Um, And if you win the, both the, you do the, the scavenger hunt and win that. And then also win the uh, trivia, you get count, uh, you get crowned a hellmaster. And that's, that's it. It's a lot of fun. My friend has won three years in a row. I think. Yeah. Cool. We need to get that person on here too. <laughs> Joshua, does that sound like anything you would want to do in the future? You know, not really, because <laughs> okay. I don't like to be outside. Um, I don't want to get muddy. We're I don't want to get dirty. Kids. We're indoor kids. <laughs> yeah, because that's the only thing. Did you say Luby? Yes. Wasn't there like fake blood and stuff? I don't know. There's fake blood. There's also um, there's fake blood. They. Um, at some points you have to, there's one mini game that you have to like, you strip down to your underwear, paint yourself a certain way and then do a dance. And then you're supposed to like, whoever does the dance best wins. Um, yeah. Or, um, there was one thing last year where there was just a, uh, they blindfolded you and then put, you stood up in a 
bathtub full of lube. And it was supposed to be like mucus or whatever from a monster. And you had to find something, stuff in the lube. And let me tell you, finding things in a bathtub of lube is a pain in the ass. (laughs) Yes. You would think, yeah, like the opposite. (laughs) 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 Thank you, Joshua. I was trying to get there, too, and I, I failed. Anyways, do you yeah. know, do they let you record in there or no? Okay. Cause I would do it if like we could go in and like, like record, record the experience yeah. as, as fright school, you know, yeah. we could go in and be like, well, we want to be representative of, yes. Know. I'm thinking that next year we don't do that, but maybe we do the mazes at universal. And, yeah. And I think but, we could do that. Um, I definitely, we could hit up, um, this is baby steps for me. Okay. Yeah. Like you, just, yeah. David just rolled his eyes and was like, okay, if yeah. you want to, yeah. if you want to baby. And I'm like, no, I uh, I just started watching all this stuff. Okay, I'm still. Have you done the like the horror house things, like where like you're you have to sign waivers? Not yet. I oh, want okay. to, but also, eh. yeah, <laughs> that's the, I a just, little too intense. Yeah, I feel like that's just stepping on the wrong thing. But anyways, but that you know, there you're like signing up f- to be part of Saw. So yes, we did, and we did talk about that. You're like, I don't like the idea of like you know signing, literally yeah, signing away. You're my... giving consent to stuff that you haven't yet. You know, it's not like they're going to ask you at every step, like, okay, is it okay to do this? Like, you've already said it's okay to do whatever you want to to me. It's like that art experiment, that woman, you know, the six hours. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where she just stood for six hours and was like, do whatever you want to to me. And it Mm -hmm. got very violent very quickly. So it's like, I don't want to give that level of yeah consent. because even like i mean i just came I, I this is gonna take a really big turn but just go with there with me i even like in um even like kink scenes like you're very explicit going uh, up front yeah. about like what it is that is going to be done to yeah a person. yeah yeah the, here's the list of things like here's the list of things yeah. here's your hard limits all that stuff yeah so like with this it's just so open-ended and you're just kind of blindly agreeing i yeah. don't know if i necessarily yeah. want to give up that much autonomy. and i you know and i haven't done enough research to know if there is more you know, mm-hmm. a level of like, you know, conversation about what's going to happen, but it just, the, the whole, I don't know. The, the idea just seems really weird to me, but anyways, <laughs> but thank you, David. Thank you yes, for, thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that in your experience. And we'll definitely have to, you know, have you on, on a future episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's going to be coming up. I think in the new semester, we'll yes. have guest lecturers. It'll be fun. So we'll talk more about that in the next, uh, in the, yes. in the f- final episode. Uh, we're, with, with the, the final girl. girl. <laughs> it's the final girl. Yeah. Uh, so we'll talk about the future of uh, Fright School in that. But uh, to get back to uh, Saw, yeah. was there anything else, you know, before we wrap up, like, you know what? Uh, or I think that you want to add, uh, I definitely want to do, you know, another day where we watch a few of the sequels, mm-hmm. and maybe get through all of them eventually. And then, you know, kind of revisit, you know, saw, I think saw needs its own like limited series. <laughs> you know, we need yeah. to, you know, we need to have like a, a, a special topics in saw. Well, you said that it was also based on like what a short film. So it'd be nice to watch the short. Yeah. Film. Yeah. There is a short that I could show you. I mean, it's ba- the reason I didn't want to say anything. Cause it's basically like the bear trap scene, but it's oh. with him. It's with Lee in it instead. And oh, so I see. It's, okay. it's a whole thing where it's like he's explaining what happened to him and then it shows. Um, but it's it's worth seeing like because it is very cool. And mm. it's interesting to see a man in the role instead. Instead of a woman. Um, yeah, just, you know, because it's just interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we definitely need like a special topics. <laughs> Short limited series of, of all the Saw movies. Uh, but yeah, what else? What else? What else? I don't know. I think I'm... I, I think I'm good. I feel like like it's 
It's definitely, st- I mean, I say this as much as I loved it. I don't think it's my favorite. I think that mm-hmm. Scream, Silence of the Lambs are still, I still yeah. love there. Um, it right. was, you it, don't have, you don't have to love all of them. I was, he's like, <laughs> there's no accounting for taste, Joe. Uh, right. Exactly. I, I want to say that like the, I had this initial feeling going into, um, going into this project that everything was going to be like Saw. Right. Considering that I had never seen Saw, I never seen Saw, um, I feel, I felt like it was just going to be that kind of level of like graphic and disturbed. So I, I, I was definitely mistaken, um, in some regards, but it, it was, it was very, it was just such a good way to kind of cap this particular, this particular curriculum. Like yes. it was a, it was a yeah. definitely a great way. I think it was the last that. time. I don't, I don't know what the, you know, I think everything that's come after has either been sort of coming off of that, you know, cause like then you have hostile, which, you know, builds on again, like people being put into a situation where they're just being tortured to death. Um, uh, and then, I mean, we could talk everything that came after saw, it was like saw gave permission to be really as violent and graphic as you wanted to be, yeah. you know, in, in, in film. Uh, more so than we've ever really seen. Because even the stuff in the 70s, I mean, it's still, it looks really, you know, fake. It's very, you know, and this is like, nope. How can we make it look as real as possible? You know, how can we really, you know, invite people to get really in touch with like, the... Touch with know, the horror. Exactly. And, and gore and, you know, this uh, body horror. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to watch Hostel sometime. I actually like Hostel. I think it's a you know it's fun. It's yeah, two is really good. Hostel two is really is actually kind of cool because it has some nice uh, twists in oh. it. Uh, but regardless, like the, you know they're interesting. But then you know I mean lots of things came after which were is really ju- like a Serbian film, which I mean is. Well, we've talked about it earlier in the podcast. I mean, it's interesting, but I mean, it's just like very relentless, yeah. gory, uh, you know, horrific, yep. you know. And so at least Saw and, you know, and Hostel had like a bigger conversation they were trying to have, I yeah. feel. And I, I was actually surprised that we weren't going to watch Hostel, but I think yeah, that... Because I just feel it's in, in this vein. Yeah, in this vein. And, you know, since Saw came out first, it's probably... Yeah. It, if it, if Hostel had come out first, that's what we would have watched. Yeah. You know? okay. And I mean, and there's probably... Uh, I mean, there are plenty of other, like, graphic horror films that came before all of the... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and it, it well, again, it's like, w- what changes our definition? You know, because people thought, you know, again, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was very graphic. And even though it's not as graphic as you remember... Um, you know, or Halloween or Nightmare on Elm Street, you know what I mean? So like even the definition of what we see as being a really graphic film, uh, changes <laughs> depending on the year you're in and what kind of person you are, <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe how much you watch the news. Uh, but yeah, I just felt like saw that was the last time I feel horror really took a, a, ma- a major kind of jump. Yeah. You a, know? a great leap forward. Exactly. <laughs> you, know, you could really put it, stick a pin in that and go, okay, well right there, that's where we kind of, you know, some people will say, well, yeah, we just got way off track and, you know, mm-hmm. no, it was no longer about like that sense of fear or, or, or dread, you know, but just all out. Yeah. Por- I mean, that's why they call it torture porn. Yeah. <laughs> and especially like, you know, now with, with the advent of just like much superior technology, yeah. you can really, you can really show things. Yeah. yeah. A lot. And the later I mean, films get yeah. into that. And, and especially <laughs> like, I mean, you know, for as long as I've, I've seen every season of American Horror Story, like the fact that. 
the fact that you're starting mm-hmm. to show those things even on television. Yeah, the seventh. Yeah, that last season with Roanoke with um, what's his face's face getting like caved in. I mean, that was really graphic for television. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know? I mean, there was only Dennis few, O'Hare. Yeah, it was only a few years ago. Yeah, that they put. Um, you know, Dexter, like on, you know, they tried to put that on te- regular television, censored, and they couldn't even keep it like on TV. Like they had to pull it out of syndication because people thought it was so graphic and they edited it. Yeah. You know, it's not even that bad. It's not as bad as American No, Horror it's Story not at all. At so to leap from that, you know, to now, like, and I mean, I get FX is like a cable channel, but still, you know, it's still, no. it's FX. It's nor- It's like part of the typical package. Yeah. The one thing that was really, that really shook me too from Roanoke was the, um, the three teens getting like yeah. on a spike. Like Jesus, like yeah. give me a fucking break already. Yeah. David, did you have something? Uh, well, like even um, Hannibal on NBC yeah. gets pretty violent in the last two seasons. Yeah. And that's like, it shows you how much TV has changed and yeah. just, you know, I mean, even the, the first years. season alone, the, the wings, the Viking wings oh, and the mushroom yeah. people. And just yeah. the, I think the, um, the guy who was the, uh, the the guy who made like violins out of people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, before we leave, I did want to give a real quick like R.I.P. to Don Rickles. Oh, such a bummer. Just to kind of wrap up, I posted on the uh, Freight School page, but he was in an episode of Tales from the Crypt. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, which he's it's. It's such a ridiculous episode, but he's really scary in it. And you think like Don Rickles isn't mm-hmm. Rick scary, but he was. So I just wanted to give a quick shout out to that because we didn't start with that. Don Rickles is in Casino as well. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite mob movies. I love yeah. mafia movies. You um, if you if you really want to get a sense of the guy, I watched um, Jimmy Kimmel's tribute to him on his show. And okay. like it's, it's 12 minutes long, but Kimmel like barely gets through it. Like he's having, he's, you yeah. experiencing him like really on the verge of tears every single time. But, wow. um, you know, they, there was a warmth, there was a warmth there and, you know, RIP Don Rickles. Yeah. I just wanted to throw that out there before 90 so. years old, but gone too soon. Right. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, so the next episode will be kind of recapping everything we've discussed this, uh, season and, uh, this semester and figuring out, uh, we have some ideas. Yeah, we have some ideas. Um, I'm excited for what we're going to do next. Yes. But Uh, we are going to take a break. Yes, (laughs) we are. Give, um, Joe's, uh, you know, I need to go like, like lay in the isolation. We could talk about all that in the, in the next, uh, (laughs) uh, in the next episode. But, uh, again, want to thank David for being here and being our, Thank you for having me. <laughs> Being our willing victim. Yes. Our, our, our um, yeah, you'll definitely you'll have to intern. come back and uh, do this more often with this. Uh, and uh, yeah, I do want to invite. Uh, We've got lots of lots of fun people out there. So we're going we'll, to we're going to talk all about that in the next uh, in the final our final exam episode. The um, final girl. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to dig. Through. I'll have to find that game I have. And maybe we could do. See, that'd be fun. We should do like a live. Yes, we should play the game. Yeah. And I'll just ask you questions and see if you can get them right. Oh, my God. <laughs> we should Facebook live that. Actually, that'd be great. We should. That would be really fun. All right. Well, anyways, we will see you uh, next week. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 